Hi you, I'm Lauren. And I'm Mary. We've known each other since we were five years old. Now we're 30 and we've just realized how much we don't know about the world. So join us as every week we present each other two new topics to learn about. Subscribe to Learning with Lauren and Mary to learn along with us. We promise we'll make it fun. So, also, we're doing meows and uh, woofs today. Translated, that's cats and dogs. Sorry, I used the Latin, which I understand not a lot of people know. No, we wouldn't. they wouldn't understand. We are going to begin with the most misunderstood creature mm. of all house pets, the cat. Yeah. The house cat, specifically. Mm, okay. It's unfortunate that cats get such a bad rap. Who gave them that? I, you know, dogs. Just, no, they can't. That's not how they don't speak. Apparently dogs are really smart and everything. So they probably set this rumor on fire and it went throughout the cities. I just don't understand. In Egypt, everybody loved a cat. And now it's like. Oh, you're a cat person. You must be crazy. It's like, oh, sorry. I just want to be able to leave that thing alone in a room for a while and leave. And not have to pick up its poop with my bare hands. Yeah, with my bare hands. <laughs> <laughs> Which you obviously have to do for dogs. Yep. Bare handing them. <laughs> you started it. You can't be grossed out by it. <laughs> it's not how that works. I, I really okay, so really it's it's all about cat behaviors today because okay. that's what I was interested in. I have a cat, you have a cat. Mm -hmm. We want to know what they're doing. What are, what are they doing all the time? Sleeping. Really? <laughs> Besides sleeping, they have like a lot of strange things that they do. They're places weird. they sleep, sounds, all of that. Um, and then if we have time, we might go into um, cat performers and you know just a little extra i went i went to a cat circus cat pizzazz what i went to a cat circus a couple years ago and um like actually right near where you live now um what the hell yeah. <laughs> it was exactly <laughs> what you'd think it would be it's led by these like weird frumpy old ladies and you're like this is sad and like the cats don't really want to perform and they kind of run around the aisles <laughs> was... i don't like that at all I didn't like it either, but I also, in another way, loved it. I mean, the human beings running the show were so much more interesting than anything that cats were doing. Yeah. I wish I remembered like, more, but it was, I remember being like, that was amazing. I've never seen weirder people in my life. Okay. So, cats, house cats, mm. hunt at low light because their eyes are awesome. Yeah. So, they're best at low light. Um, they have really good eyesight. Um, so that means dawn and dusk. They are called crepuscular animals. Yes. So they are most active at twilight-ish. Dawn and dusk. And this is because their eyes, basically, you, you've seen their eyes. Like they have the vertical pupils. Yeah. Like a snake. Mm -hmm. And they can basically let in less light or more light depending on what they need. That's pretty fun. So there's a lot of back and forth about whether 
some of these cat behaviors are because they love you or because they don't give a shit about you at all. I like a challenge. I like a challenge as well. Like sometimes I look into Bug's eyes, my cat, mm -hmm. and I think, wow, she gets me. And other times I'm like, man, she is dumb as hell. Oh, interesting. I was thinking more like, oh, I don't like people that want to be my friend. <laughs> also that too. And sometimes Merle doesn't want to be my friend and I'm like, I respect you. Well, they'll do some things that make us feel like they want to be our friends, like the headbutt. So it might be affection or they might be marking their territory. Okay. Fine. I, I'm okay with that. You know how cats are always attacking small objects? Yeah, it's like their hunting instinct, right? Yeah, yeah. They're hunting. They usually hunt it like little tiny things. And they sometimes bring them to you. Sometimes. But they're usually like half dead, right? Um, I don't so, know because my cat only fetches toys and he hasn't brought me like a lizard or anything. Okay, yeah. Bug has brought us a half dead lizard. Mm -hmm. Um. And we said, oh, my gosh, thank you so much. Please throw that away. Right. And what that is, is they're not, like, giving us gifts. It's actually, like, a pity party. <laughs> <laughs> because they're, like, they think we are super dumb and can't hunt. So they have given us a head start on our prey. Oh, that's really sad. <laughs> yeah, they're, like, educating us. They're like, and this is how it's done, idiot. Go out there exactly. and get your own lizard. And you're like, we don't want that. <laughs> we just also, eat the stuff in the fridge. But they should know that we can hunt because Merle is always begging me for a little chicken, a little salmon. Like, how do you think I got that, bitch? Maybe I went out right? there and bit it out of a lake like a bear. I don't. They're very contradictory. I don't understand. Mm. Um. Okay. The kneading thing is always really weird. Kneading mm. and drooling. Oh, my God. Dude, if you have a solution for drooling, my cat leaves little drool spots all over our couch all the time. <laughs> We're always like, oh, the other day he drooled and he stood up and like shook himself and we got sprayed with what? We were like, Ew. oh my God, Merle. It was aggressive. I mean, he is large, but he's not like a bulldog. He's got a wet mouth. Ew. <laughs> so basically they they would need their mothers when they were in the litter. Mm -hmm, to get milk. To like... Yeah, to, to, to stimulate milk production. Fun. And they would drool because I don't really know why, but I assume it's delicious. <laughs> That's super gross. So, like, they're, they're trying just... to milk us. Ew. <laughs> kind of. I hate that. I hate that. The My favorite thing is when she has, like, random open mouth. Oh, yeah. They're just like... And they look like they've just smelled something disgusting. And likely they have. Oh. Basically, their open mouth is, they have like a gland. What is it? The Jacobson organ behind oh. their teeth in their okay. mouth. And they can detect smell better if they open their mouth. Like hmm. like a an old rich man who's All just right. smelled something. Like, oh. 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 oh it just smells like the poor. <laughs> Give me my monocle. Get me my monocle. Also, do you ever notice that this is really stupid? Um, apparently, sometimes they get zoomies after they poop. 
Oh like, my God. Yes. Merle does his what? daily poop and run at night. Really? <laughs> yep. Jesse will sit at one end and be like, I'm ready for him to run to me. <laughs> oh my God. I've never and seen if he, that. And if he pees, he won't do it. It's just poop. Just poop. So I guess one of the reasons is because they're running away from predators, which like, okay, okay, maybe you just took so long to poop that you have people running after you now. <laughs> <laughs> the other one is something titled Pooforia. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> Mary, what, where, what websites do you go on to do your research? All of the websites. <laughs> You're like um, on page 20 of Google search. <laughs> yes. It's a... Uh, Pooforia, just excitement from pooping. <laughs> <laughs> Can humans get this? I don't know. Crinkly stuff. They love. They love a crinkle. The sounds of crinkle stuff. They love to lick plastic bags. Oh my because... god! Did you tell me this part? I don't even I know why. I just know I can't get that cat away from plastic. Plastic is treated. With an ingredient that contains animal fat. What? The treatment on the plastic, a lot of plastic bags. What do vegans do? They can't eat plastic bags, unfortunately. <laughs> those, <laughs> those poor vegans. Can't have their bag snacks. Mm. I wonder what they would do if they knew that, the vegans. Is that true? Mm-hmm. That's pretty nuts. It's pretty weird. That's pretty crazy. Is it like it's like, like snail juice? No. Ew. Yeah, I'm just like kidding. what I'm animal? Just <laughs> uh, it looks like a lot of them are rendered beef tallow. Yes, tallow. Hmm. Delicious. Yeah. Um. So cats also uh, drink from the sink a lot. Mm, my parents' cat did that. It's because of potentially two different things. Mm, three different things. Mm. One, the whole thing about running water being safer than still water. So they have a variety of sounds. Mm -hmm. And I won't go through all of them Thank because you. there are just so many sounds. Will you be making all of the sounds for us? I can do that. Thank you. So... Purring. This is where the ASMR comes in. Okay. Oh my god, stop doing what you're doing. You sound like a wind tunnel. Okay. Why can't you just go that was Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's like a normal what what the hell did you just do? Listen to Lauren. Lauren's purring. Thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> uh it could be a variety of things, purring. Um Happiness, stress. Oh no, stress purr. Yeah. Ooh. Sometimes they'll purr to like. I don't know if like you pick them up too aggressively. Which why would I know that? I would never know that. I never pick them up too much. Um, <laughs> they do it so that you. They're like, I'm appeasing you, and then they'll get down. Mm, and be like, wow, that was stressful as hell. Uh, hissing and growling. That's bad. Right. Chirping. Oh, that's creepy. This one's really weird. Yeah. Sometimes they like, say like, <laughs> and it's usually from a bird. Yeah. Right? So they could be just excited, mm -hmm. but a lot of sites say that they actually 
sometimes mimic their prey. What? So they could tr be attempting to mimic a bird. Oh, nice try, cats. Real bad execution. Um, and then meows, which we all know and love. Mm. And that is specifically for humans. Yeah. They don't even meow to each other. I know. They that's just so know weird. how to get. I know. They just know how to talk to us. Mm -hmm. Now, cats that we hate. Cats the musical. Oh, we hate, but we love. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's such a love hate relationship. Yeah, I never want to see it again, but it was the most entertaining thing I saw last year. So you were like adults when you went to see Cats on Broadway? Yeah. Okay, that's upsetting. Adina took me to the show, okay. and in the middle of the show, you could go see the big fat cat. What? Why What's is that big, a part of it? I don't big know old which cat. name it is. I know. They make them all up. It's the worst. Well, it wasn't Mr. Mistopheles. It wasn't. Was it old Deuteronomy? Oh, yeah. I think so. Oh, God, I hate I that so. I know that. I know. So you could get on the Jellicle stage and go see <laughs> that stupid cat. Wait, so like the one of the, the actors show. isn't allowed to take a break? Yeah. That's it's so during intermission. Nice. That sucks so Great much. Point. Well, to be fair, he just sits in one place because he's like the big he old He could one still have to pee. Truth. Man, that sucks. Yeah. This is why cats sucks. Yeah, this is one of the reasons. <laughs> then um, other cat performers, you've seen a cat circus, apparently. Unfortunately. So. You know about clicker training? Oh, yeah. It's like a whole thing. You yeah. can literally, right at the exact moment they're doing something amazing and perfect, you click and give them a treat. And they associate it with a treat. A click. What? I don't know. Something like that. Yeah, something like then, that. Then, so we have two cats that are, two cat circuses. One is the Savitsky cats. I didn't see them. They were in the Big Apple. They were on, um, what's the one with Simon Cowell and this talent? America's Got Talent. Mm. Um, the Acro Cat. I was like, American Idol. Meow, 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 meow. Sounds amazing. Amazing cat singers. <laughs> Not too far off from what I'm about to say, though. Oh, boy. Acro Cats mm. has a... For every performance, which usually consists of skateboarding, cats, what these sound way better than the cats, ones I saw. Bell cats, cats that ring bells. That sounds pretty shitty. Pretty cool. Oh, handstands. Um, they end every show with the rock cats. Oh, I've seen those. I've seen the cats do music. It is so funny. It I is wildly entertaining. <laughs> It's cats. You have to look up rock cats. Anyone out there listening? Okay. Rock cats. So Thank that's like much. all my personal curiosity about cats. Great. Plus cats musical. So pathetic. Like the it's rock like... cats. Like the rock cats. Oh, really? I think. Oh, maybe not. Oh, yeah. They're I definitely have band. seen them. Yeah. They were on Colbert. That's where I saw them. Oh, yeah. And they watched the Colbert one because it's so funny. They just sit there and like one of them's <laughs> tapping drumsticks onto the drum. The other one, I don't know what they're doing, but they're just like look like they're moving their paws. 
house really fast onto instruments. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> but so funny. All right. Well. Okay. I can't wait to learn about the lesser species mm-hmm. dogs. Let's take a break. We're back from the break. We're back. We haven't gone anywhere, but we just keep moving our faces around like, and now we're, so- it's it's not that interesting to hear about. <laughs> <laughs> Turn off the podcast. Shut it off. <laughs> Shut it down. <laughs> um, We're back. And we are going to be learning about dogs. I'm not going to get into like facts and figures about dogs because I didn't really care about that. Um, I feel like if you have a dog, you probably know things about dogs and you probably like your dog more than you should. Dogs Um, are really (laughs) obvious. I think they're really obvious. Like they're in your face. You're like, this dog is clearly happy. This dog is not right. And if that's not the case, then I will never know about it. And that's fine. Okay. So I thought we would research like dogs that need to have jobs, like guide dogs, search and rescue dogs, and police dogs. I had a bunch of questions about those. An honorable dog career. Yes. Honorable working dogs who don't get paid and don't have a choice about whether or not they work. But they do a great job. (laughs) But they do. Unless... They are career changed. Yeah, they can fail. <laughs> they can fail pretty hard. Um, so let's get into it. We'll start with guide dogs because that is what most people know about. Those are those dogs. They're seeing eye dogs or assistance dogs that are designed to lead blind and visually impaired people around obstacles. Now they can also be used for other people. Um, like veterans, uh, autistic people, and they help with sensory things as well, like comforting humans, and they can help get dressed, pulling and pushing things on, and just with socialization in general. Whoa, I didn't know they can help you get dressed. Yeah, mm. dogs are pretty pretty savvy. Uh, so with guide dogs, something that I didn't know is the human actually does the directing of the dog. Like they, you learn, I guess when you're blind or you get visually impaired, they there are places to go and things to do so you can learn how to walk with a cane and cues to listen for and other mobility training. So the dog just like kind of helps you get from A to B safely. You're, you know where you're going, but they make sure you don't get hit by a car. Um, okay. So they'll be like, if there's an obstacle in the way, they're trained to also intelligently disobey is the term. So they Ooh. can be like, you can be like, yeah, let's go. And they'll be like, no. And you'll be like, this dog just saved my life. Or you say, no, I'm doing it. And then you die. Oh. They're trained really well. So people started using them as far back as the 16th century. Uh, they were first used in Germany during World War I to help vets who were blinded in combat. The most common breeds, uh, golden retrievers, labs, poodles, German Shepherds, and Retriever Lab Mixes. Do you know why? Uh, Those are really smart dogs. I think also, like, you need to be able to traverse 
yeah. terrain pretty well. And like, I don't know how good of a job like a Chihuahua guide dog is going to be. You know, <laughs> not exactly a commanding like presence. It's not a commanding presence. Not one that's. I don't know. It's like different temperaments. I mean, these dogs were also bred for specific purposes, like retrieving things, hurting mm. people. You know, true things like that. So, which is still very much a part of their DNA. Um, so the dogs and the handlers will work together. They have like specific training facilities. I watched this documentary about these puppies. It was very cute. Um, so their training begins when they're very young pups. A lot of these training facilities have um, like breeding programs. So they'll just like keep cycling through these guide dogs because everybody, a lot of people want guide dogs. There aren't enough dogs because a lot, it's a lot of training and the dogs just want to be dogs. And have Aww. some fun, but that's not allowed. <laughs> um, Damn. So they'll be raised by like puppy raisers from eight weeks to like a year or 18 months. And this is when they just kind of learn basic obedience uh, training and socializing and stuff like that. And if they're too like crazy or they don't listen well or they want to like cuddle too much. Then they are career changed, a.k.a. just given up to adopt as a regular pet. Or <laughs> if they have a lot of really good characteristics but just, like, couldn't go through with it for some reason or something, they'll be turn into – they'll be one of the breeding dogs. Just like humans. Like, yep. Hey, man, I don't know if this is <laughs> – This is working out. Right for you. <laughs> yep. And then after, like, 18 months, they return to whatever organization – they're being raised in or whatever to begin like their formal training with a professional handler. And this can last months, basically until the dog is ready or career changed. Do these dogs like they stay there? It's like camp. Yeah. Fun time. Or they, nice. they, no, they live with like their handler. And then they bring him like every day to training. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot of work. Yep. Wow. Um, I can't believe we wouldn't pay them. Yeah, we don't pay the dogs. And, like, a lot of these services don't pay. Well, they don't really pay the puppy raisers either. And it's just, like, that's kind of mean. Um, anyways, that's that. Um, <laughs> dogs can't read traffic signals. So they listen to the traffic. So the the handler will listen to the traffic signals, like, listen to the traffic passing, and tell the dog when they're ready to go. And the dog will make a judgment call then based on what it sees. Now, who's thinking that a dog can actually do that? Is my question. The Germans, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the dogs cannot see color, but somehow they're going to tell you to go at green <laughs> and stop on red. They can no. also read. So when it says walk, <laughs> they know. I don't know who thinks they can do that, but just... I didn't think I didn't think about it, but I was just like, "Yeah, okay." They're like, "Just so you know, dogs can't read." <laughs> Someone, yeah, they're like, in the article, they were like, "You may be surprised to learn that some dogs <laughs> can't read so well, or at like, all." All right, yeah, no, I didn't know. Yeah, good to know. Good to I know. always see them reading the paper, but I guess not all of them can. They read the numbers on the the the, the poker chips. Oh boy, mare. <laughs> All right. Let's nice. keep going. Okay. Plow we, ahead. We'll talk about some famous guide dogs. Okay. We have... Guide Fieri? No. <laughs> 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 
guiding us through the city of Flavortown. Oh, USA. dang. So we have Salty and Roselle. You can't be laughing at this, Mary. They led their owners down 70 and 78 stories out of the World Trade Center on 9-11. Oh, my God. Yeah, you make me look like an asshole. Yeah, well, you started that all by yourself. They had fun, whimsical names. How can you not laugh? You know? Put a smile on my face. <laughs> okay. Well, anyways, it's very nice what they did. Good job, dogs. Man, how did they... It's oh, pretty amazing. Then we have... And one of the guys even like tried to let his dog go so it could get safe and it was like no i'm taking you down and he really lived mm -hmm. that was salty wow yeah it's pretty amazing I um them. there's this guy that's apparently the most like well decorated dog in the world his name is Hindle. <laughs> um he's british <laughs> i don't really he does his accomplishments aren't that great but he can do things like use a chip and pin atm card um what? Yeah, he he got to ride the London Eye. <laughs> like I don't know what's going he on was over knighted. there. He, yeah, sir. Honestly, probably. <laughs> I didn't check that out. Could he can use his powers for evil? He, he could, could just start pickpocketing and pulling ATM cards out of. He could. I don't know if. See this. This is where people like you and I would take it. Mm -hmm. Let's get some dogs involved in the mob. Also, how <laughs> how are they going to prosecute a dog? Good luck. We will move on to search and rescue dogs. These dogs are nuts. So these dogs locate missing people after natural disasters generally or mass casualty incidents, etc. Um, and these dogs are trained. There are two types of dogs. There are trailing dogs, which are scent discriminating dogs. They often work nose to the ground and they can track specific individuals after sniffing mm -hmm. samples and stuff. So yeah. those are usually used to find like missing children or when there's a specific person that's gone missing. Then there are um, air scenting dogs, which smell with their nose in the air. And those are non-scent discriminating. So they just can track any human or cadaver. Mm. Um. Dogs can find, like, even just one human tooth or one drop of blood. They They're amazing. That. They're amazing. Um, they can find rescue dogs. <laughs> and I just say this is the exact opposite of career cats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the least honorable. Like, this cat can jump through a hoop. <laughs> and that's this all we got it to do. This dog can find a tooth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, good, good point. So these dogs are nuts. They can be trained for specific scenarios for search and rescue. So there's like avalanches, wilderness, disaster, cadavers, and drowning. Dogs can mm -hmm. find people under the water. I was going to ask you that. They, they can smell in the water? They can, they can, just... they can smell a scent, in, but like the current moves, so it's not that accurate. Yeah. So they'll often get a couple of dogs and then pinpoint a general area, and then divers will go in. Okay. Um, so in their training, they have to do all these crazy things. Like they need to be able to climb at 45 degree angles. They need to be put in buckets being lifted like 10 feet out of the air and not try and jump out. They need to be able to handle moving boats and snowmobiles and ATVs without trying to jump out. They get lifted up in a harness like if they need to be crane lifted out of a bad area. And they need to be able to approach a running helicopter um, these are like without freaking out. The Marines yeah. of dogs. Exactly. And then during their training, they'll face like 
distractions. They'll just put do- lots of do- loose dogs and cats in the way <laughs> and try and, <laughs> try and get them to focus and like other people and machineries and things like that. <laughs> loose dogs and cats. That's how it was phrased. <laughs> um, yeah. And then they have to do basically- <laughs> shiny things, loose change. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And ignore those. Um, what else could distract a dog? Everything. Um, Stop. Person dressed as meat. Okay. Meat <laughs> Lady Gaga meat dress. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're probably not going to get a hold of that. Okay. But they could make their own. And then we have some famous search and rescue dogs. Uh, there was Jake. He also worked 9-11 and Hurricane Katrina. See, that's not a funny name. Nope. There's Orion. He saved 37 people from drowning during flash floods in Venezuela. Whoa. Isn't that cool? And then there's Rex. And he entered burning buildings and got trapped people out in World War II. Honorable. Is this a male-dominated industry? I don't think so. Well, you just mentioned three men. You don't know what Orion was. Oh, I thought you said, and he was... Yeah, <laughs> no, I just said saved. I don't know gender. All right. Um, I just want to know. Yeah, if we have to break some some dogs through a glass ceiling. That sounds painful. We have to punch some dogs through this glass ceiling. <laughs> we will. We have to throw them up and down in the ceiling and get other dogs to rescue them. We'll do it. And now we're gonna get into police dogs. My re- really, my only question about police dogs was, like, who owns them? Um, technically, they're owned by the law enforcement agency um, because of lawsuits. Like, if the dog bites someone or something, it's, like, the whole Ooh. precinct is responsible, not just one person. But there is one dog handler that the dog lives with and, like, trains with and all that stuff. And the police precinct or whatever, they'll pay for everything. Like, the vet bills, the dog food, everything. It's really nice. Um mm. Yeah, and sometimes even pay whoever's the canine handler, like, we'll get a little stipend in addition just for their time and stuff. Um, And we see the same breeds again, German Shepherds, Labs, Retrievers, and Bloodhounds. And so these dogs have are either single-purpose or dual-purpose. Single-purpose dogs are basically protection dogs, or they can, like, attack suspects. Um, And then dual-purpose dogs will do that but they will also aid in sniffing narcotics or explosives. They can't do both because there's no way to differ- say like this one's narcotics and that one's explosive. So they have to just yeah. pick one. Um, <laughs> and here's a fun story. So one of the first attempts to use dogs in policing was by the commissioner of the Metropolitan Police of London in 1889. He was, they were trying to track down Jack the Ripper and all the newspapers were like, this guy's not using bloodhounds to track them down. And he was like, okay, I'll do it. So he trains these two bloodhounds. And then he was like, all right, I'm going to give a demonstration of like how well I've trained them. And the first dog bit him <laughs> and then they both ran away. <laughs> and oh then, my God. then they actually had to be tracked down by the police organization itself. <laughs> <laughs> Duped by their own dogs. Yeah. They were like, I've trained them. <laughs> they were like, no. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, and that's all I did for police dogs. And then my brother texted me and said, you're doing an episode on presidential pets. Mm. Because he found out that, like, 
somebody had an opossum and I was like, what? Let me get into that. So we'll just go through a few interesting ones that I found. George Washington had a parrot, apparently. <gasps> what a weirdo. He also had horses and 36 hounds. Thomas Jefferson. Oh, That's way too many hounds. I agree. Is it for hunting? Probably. Hunting. Probably um, Thomas Jefferson was gifted two bear cubs from Lewis and Clark. Um, a lot of people were like gifted exotic animals from people. I don't know where they lived. Probably not at the White House. Probably not. Herbert Hoover had an opossum. I don't know why. Lame Calvin Coolidge had a raccoon named Rebecca that he would walk on a leash. <laughs> My God, social media would go wild these days. Yes. Um, Wilson, Woodrow Wilson, had a bunch of sheep on the lawn just because I guess a lot of people were at the war and he was the only way to cut the grass. <laughs> oh. Um, John Quincy Adams had an alligator. Again, I don't know where that was kept. Roosevelt <laughs> had a snake. Named Emily Spinach. <laughs> <laughs> Must have it, was like, it was like a little spinach. garter snake. Um, and he also had a badger named Josiah. And I just think it's great that her name is that she had a first and last Emily name. Spinach. <laughs> Emily Spinach, get back here. I love it. <laughs> She's like just <laughs> <laughs> like slithering everywhere. Emily Spinach. I love she sounds like a whimsical. Wes Anderson movie character. Yeah, she sounds like she should be featured in a few children's books. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's why. Emily I... Spinach. Emily Spinach. <laughs> Emily Spinach. Every night. <laughs> Please write this book. I'll in illustrate it. All my snakes look Billy, like. Billy Broccoli. <laughs> and Emily Canada Spinach. Cauliflower. <laughs> Pretty good. We shouldn't put that in so we can patent this book. That's right? true. You're not wrong about that. Or we just won't release the episode until we're releasing the book. Yeah. Good plan. New book coming soon. New book coming. It's called Emily Spinach and the Vegetable Gang. <laughs> no, a Inspired. gang's probably bad. We should probably say Emily Spinach and the Vegetable Bunch. It's Even like, better. Yeah. Carrots. Carrots. Yeah. <laughs> carrots. Carrots. <and> a bunch. <laughs> Carrots. Makes me think of carrots. Uh huh. And there's an evil rabbit. Oh no, <laughs> Mr. Pantaloons. <laughs> yes. I don't know what's happening here. Me neither. Sounds good well, though. I'm glad I'd be. We... Me too. I'm glad we got our microphones to work. Mm -hmm. Hopefully. I think. <laughs> yeah. Unclear. Um. Yeah. Me too. And this was great. Let's sign off. All right. Good night. Good night. And leave and us alone. Get away from me. Oh. <laughs> leave us alone. Also, you're still speaking too slowly. You can speak faster. Okay. I can't look at you in the Don't thing, look then. at me. All right, ready? Yeah, I'll catch up with you. Good night. night and, and leave, leave us, us alone. alone. Nope. That was so much better. No, no. no. you're oh way God. after me. Still. No, I'm exactly on time. No. no. It's the sound. You're the sound. You're the sound You're the of sound. the bane of my existence. <laughs> You're the sound of my heart. Thanks so much for listening. Listen to Learning with Lauren and Mary wherever you listen to podcasts. If there's a topic you're interested in learning about, email us at learning at laurenandmary.com.